Hey guys, it's Mike. I uh, just wanted to give you a disclaimer here before this episode. Uh, like an idiot, I did not check my settings to make sure I was recording on the right microphone, so I used, um, by default, the onboard microphone that comes with my headphones. So the audio quality for my end of this conversation in this podcast is not the best, but everybody else sounds great. We had a great conversation, so hopefully you guys can forgive me for the less than stellar audio on my end, but I hope you guys enjoy this episode. You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started... Does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, you're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lumsford, and this is GGR Pirate Radio. Guys, we got a website. You should check it out. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. There's articles, there's podcasts, there's so much stuff there for you to enjoy with either your eyes or your ears. Joining me tonight for the podcast, we have the co-founder of GGR, all the way back in 2014 when we started this website. This guy's been here since day one, been doing the podcast with me since day one as well. His name is Steve Monick. And he's been trying to get rid of me ever since, but I just won't let go. (laughs) We've also got uh, the newest addition to our podcasting team. But when it comes to GGR Pirate Radio, has just brought an incredible amount of effort and pride. And like, first off, uh, Steve, I I know I can pretty safely speak for you here. I don't think either of us could have come up with our own theme song where we actually had like rap lyrics that actually sound good and like music underneath of it that's like dope and like makes you tap your foot and makes you want to keep listening to it. So like MC, while the newest of the three of us when it comes to podcasting on GGR Pirate Radio, you have brought a whole nother level to this game. That's Master Cheezer Brooks himself, (laughs) MC Brooks. Just want to say I was on this Washington football team wave before everybody else. <laughs> I have the shirt to prove it. You're you're a trendsetter, and you just introduced our first topic for the for the evening. It's been something we spent a lot of time on on GGR Pirate Radio because it, sports is one of those things that we geek out about here at GGR. We've talked a lot about the name change from the Washington uh, football team, which that's actually what they're going to be called now for at least the, this season. 
but I wanted to go kind of around the room and see like what your thoughts are because the other thing that that is interesting about this too is after the sexual assault allegations uh, from their front office and from various members of their staff, uh, they made a pretty big announcement too as to as far as what they're going to be doing going forward. And it's actually in the last ten years, if not more, maybe like fifteen or twenty, it's probably one of the best moves they've ever made. And normally I can see fault in something they've done all the time. This one, I'm like, you know what? This is pretty airtight. This is, this was a good move on their part. And we'll, we'll discuss all of that in, the, in a minute here. But um, Steve, let's start with you as the outsider on this. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington football team. Lots of people have been making fun of it. Um, but what's your, what's kind of your thought on all this? Yeah. I mean, obviously it's a placeholder, so it's not going to be the team's name permanently. Um, and, and- where I find it uh, 100% permissible to make fun of it because it's goofy and stupid and obviously not the full name. So I think it's quite hilarious. Some of the the jokes that I'm seeing, but um, I, yeah, it's, it's something that we knew was happening. And it is one of the things that annoys me a little bit about, uh, you know, these big exciting announcements or like, even like the NFL draft, like there's a lot of hype and they have the, they give you like little, breadcrumbs they feed you bits and little nothing and this is one of those where it's like it's the washington football team officially and you're like great but what's the real name and they're like we'll tell you later i i i just sometimes wish like big exciting news would just happen instead of dragging it out for forever and forever like what are they hoping to accomplish by waiting unless they legitimately don't know and don't have everything finished and they're more focused on the more serious like allegations that are happening. I don't know what's happening behind the scenes, but sometimes I'm like, can you just, can you just come on? on let's go. Uh, you know, and, and some of these things bother me in that sense, but I think it's pretty good that they're moving in, in that direction. Right. I mean, I think that's the the general consensus and, it's a very generic name to have as your as your placeholder. So I, mean, I don't know. It, it, it I, it's just interesting of taking that half step. You know, it's a half step. Like just yeah. go from one name to another name. Like why have this placeholder? But I think they kind of have to. Yeah. Is ultimately what it boils down to. I don't think they have a choice because there's not enough time. Like could they just say yes, this is our new team? But they have to develop the logo. They got to make sure the logo is right. They got to. Um, pass like get the trademarks for it they have to there's a lot of steps involved here and like think about it like this like think of think of, we'll use your team as an example steve uh think of the steelers right and think of every single thing that you see in the surrounding area in pennsylvania that has a steelers brand on it so there's shirts there's helmets there's jerseys there's sweatshirts there's socks there's stickers like all of that stuff has to come from somewhere and all of that stuff has to get created and make sure that it, you know, doesn't accidentally look like a butthole or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they, they got to make sure that all of the stuff that they design looks right. And I would think that like any, any fan of this team, I mean, like I can't even say that. That's not even fair. I was gonna say any, any fan of this team is like, please take your time. But like half the fans don't give a shit one way or the other because they're just like, you should have never changed the name in the first place. It was oh, honoring yeah. them. So it's just like, just fuck off. Like, I I, yeah. I recently have fallen in love with the meme that just says, die mad about it. And like, that's been my new thing to use pretty much whenever, whenever somebody's just like, I can't believe they changed the name anyways. So I was like, well, it's changing. So you can just die mad about it. Like, yeah. go ahead, MC. I was going to say, especially today, like, 
uh, I spend I spend most of my time on Twitter, you know, over the course of the workday, which is probably not something I should be saying in case anyone I work with <laughs> is listening. But I spend a lot of time on Twitter over the course of the day. Yeah. And like when I saw that this news when I saw this news dropped, I mean, all I saw was upset Washington football fans all over Twitter because I still follow. Uh, I still follow a ton of a ton of uh, a ton of people who are fans of the team. I follow some of the like the indie publications, and then obviously I follow all the the local uh, beat reporters and and whatnot. And under every single tweet that I saw from uh, someone who covers the team, they were just a boatload of fans who were just upset. Who were like, "Well, why what why why didn't they just keep the name for for this year and say this is the last year they're going to use it?" Why do they have to get rid of it? Why are they even changing the name if they don't even have a new name? And it's like, as you said, Mike, these things take time. I mean, branding. I mean, I think branding for for most of, for for most of these uh, uh, for for most of these things they they take they can take up to a year. I think I think I read earlier. Yeah. To, for them to to fully cover all the trademarks and and everything that they need to get covered. Um, and, and it's just not enough time. I mean, we, we are, I, I mean, training camp is in a few days now. I think, I think some players reported today actually. And then you presumably have the, the start of the season in a little over a month from now. So, I mean, they just, they just really don't have enough time. Plus I think for them, and, and this kind of ties into some of the, one, one of the announcements that they made recently, this in them rebranding, this gives them an opportunity to uh, sort of uh, gauge how the fans and the general public feel about certain things. You know, there, I mean, there's, there's a guy who unfortunately has like 40 trademarks of potential team names um, uh, going right now. And then there was a rumor last week of Sentinels uh, that seemed to have kind of a mixed reaction among, among people. So I mean, this gives them an opportunity to see see how see how media feels about it, see how fans feel about yeah. it, because uh, uh, Julie Donaldson, who we're going to talk about soon, uh, announced earlier that they're going to start a, a website called The Journey, which is basically going to you know uh, be an opportunity for fans and others to have some input to, to over over kind of uh, what the new name could be, and to kind of get a behind the scenes look at. You know what kind of steps they're taking, both uh, in the public and behind the scenes, towards this entire rebranding process. And, and Lord knows if any if any football team needs a rebrand and needs to regain the trust of the people, both locally and nationally, it's this one. So for once, I'm okay with them. You know, taking their time because yeah, you know. Far too often, it, it just seems like thing happens, and then two seconds later, boom, resolved. You could even argue that for uh, Rivera's hiring, which is a great hiring, but the process in which he got hired happened very quickly, you know. And so the fact that it, they're they're seemingly going to take their time with this entire thing, you know what? Fine, I'm I'm okay with it. And and you know what? They deserve to take their lumps, which they're going to take. Over uh, over Washington football being their name for this upcoming season, if there is one, and they just have to bear it, and and it'll it'll be worth it in the end once once they've regained the trust of the public, regained the trust of the media, and uh, they're seemingly finally doing things right. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. Like, it, the, the thing that frustrates me the most is, like, the, the people who are like, well, this is so stupid, because and then they're using the same tired-ass arguments. Well, Native Americans actually aren't offended by it. It's like, dude, it's over, okay? The name's getting changed. It doesn't matter what you think anymore, because it's happening. It, it, yep. this, your, your feelings on the matter no longer have any bearing on any of this whatsoever. Accept it. And here's the other thing, too. If this team somehow miraculously is 13-3 and three and gets an, uh, a first-round bye and gets to the NFC Championship, like, no one is going to no, say a damn thing because that's the only thing they're going to care about. Yeah, it, it's an issue now because literally nothing else is going on. Well, yeah. baseball started today. But prior to this, nothing, mostly nothing was going on unless you were getting up at 3 a.m. to watch J- Japanese baseball. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there is nothing else. There is literally nothing else going on. There was very little sports news, um, very little sports news uh, uh, to 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 talk about. So, of course, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think like the big thing for me is like it, it's about time that this organization actually took the time and effort to do something right instead of knee-jerk reaction to every single thing that happens, you know? Because that's what they've been known for. Like, for, for 25 years, as long as Dan Snyder has been here, that's what they're known for, is let's just make a reactionary move, and let's do this. And, like, let's make the splashiest move. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like, who's the biggest free agent out there that's probably past their prime? Let's sign them. Like, you need to take your time. Maybe he's actually learning his lesson this time around. I doubt it, because I still think he's a scumbag, but, like, it's... Yeah, it is. They, they need to take their time and do this right and actually think through the process. But what we'll do is we'll yep. pivot to the other news. And you had mentioned her earlier, Julie Donaldson. Um, first off, you couldn't get a more professional, more well-rounded person for this position. But Julie Donaldson was announced as the vice president of media for the Washington football team. And what does that mean? That means she's going to be in the booth to replace Larry Michael, the longtime voice of the Washington football team. And like... What a what a great move, one, to pick a female to lead this team after all of the nonsense that okay. we just found out from the Washington Post. But two, to find somebody that is like top of her game. Like she is like a solid pro when it comes to this. And like the first thing she said was, Don't expect me to be quiet if something's going wrong here. And I was like, Hell yeah. Because yep. this is a woman who before she was here, before she was in DC, she was in Boston. And her boyfriend was a slam ball player, I believe, and physically assaulted her. And she was adamant. She was like, something needs to happen. And it didn't happen. And she was pissed. And she was like, you know what? I'm out of here. Like, so she's not one to, oh, boys will be boys. Like, she's not going to play that nonsense. And like, she, I'm, I'm reading through her bio right now because I was, I was kind of leaping through it because I knew we would be talking about this. But like, she has got a resume for standing up for the right things. Like she is, and of course the internet is taking forever right now. So stand by guys. <laughs> Never fails. I think the, the, the great thing about her hire, I watched her interview with uh, the junkies, you know, everyone's favorite local sports uh, sports show. But yeah. I, I listened to her, her interview she did with the junkies and I mean, she she not only sounds more than than qualified, but I'm really excited because I really think that he, like in this organization needing to rebrand, 
I believe I like even before all this stuff came out with Larry Michael, I thought he needed to go anyway, just because the 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 the, the team's official media on all fronts was always a joke. I mean, yeah. we, we, we've talked about it before in regards to how they've interacted with the other professional sports teams here. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. we, 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 we've we've seen that the, the the coaches show that they've that they've that they've been that they've been doing uh, since Larry Michael here was always a joke. <laughs> the skin tangible skin tangible. It's <laughs> such a joke. It's just look, oh my, look, the, like, Steelers, the Steelers have got a better offense. They've got a better defense. But I'm going to take Washington in this one because of the skin tangible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's just it was. Uh. It's, it, it was a, it was and a you joke. wanted to change the name. Why? <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, I found what I was looking for. I finally loaded. Um, so yeah, Donaldson left. She was, she was a reporter for the the Red Sox, the Patriots, the Celtics, the Bruins. Um, and she left there because of the, um, domestic violence. She was a victim of domestic assault. Uh, she just wanted a fresh start. She was like, I, I need to get out of here. And ever since then, she has done all sorts of things. She's originally from Florida. She went to, uh, uh, University of Florida, but she's actually the vice chairwoman of the Florida Coalition Against Domestic Violence and plans to become active in the Washington, D.C. community as well. So, like, this is somebody who, like, you want to talk about, the, like, the perfect hire, like, Washington football making the perfect hire for anything? When the hell has that ever happened? Like, <laughs> it's about friggin' time. But, yeah, like, Steve, what's your what's your take on this, man? Any, any input on this? I mean, I can't say I know um, the... the the woman personally or, or, or know anything about her prior to, to this, um, you know, hiring or, or this story or anything like that. Um, I guess the only input that I would have is sometimes I find it to be a shame that it's always these kind of situations that result in good hires. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it shouldn't yeah. have to be a reactionary hire. It should be, you know, you should have strong, capable, you know, men, women, white, black, it shouldn't matter on that front. What should matter is the the merits and the quality that you bring to the job. Um, and if you're doing that as, a, as an organization, whether it's football or otherwise, um, you should be able to prevent the exact situation that Washington finds themselves in, right? If you have quality people that are willing to stand up for, for the morally right things, then the whole point is to prevent issues and to call out bad negative influences and you can only do that with quality you know people in your corner um and it's just a shame that that wasn't the case in this situation um and that it took this situation to get someone of strong moral fiber into this kind of position but it sounds like like you guys said you know she's beyond reproach in in her resume and her fit for the position uh so that that's a very positive step in in this direction yeah yeah and for, for sure yeah and and it was uh the, the um the interview I, w- I watched with her the other day i also found interesting because she admitted that uh like when she was offered the job she was going to she was going to turn it down she was she originally was not going was not going to take the job because she thought it was going to be some sort of like publicity thing like oh yeah like of headline course. hire yeah like yeah. oh yeah of course they're gonna hire you know hire the woman to kind of calm people down and blah 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 and and she, and she didn't want to be involved with that at all but it took i think i think she said it was like 2 to 3 days of ongoing conversations 
uh, with people inside the organization uh, and people around the organization that, you know, once she realized like, oh, this this isn't just one of those type of hires, like she's actually going to have a seat at the table. She's going to have a voice. She's going to have input. She's going to have control. She's going to have power over the narratives that, that are coming from uh, the team's media department. And when when you when you consider all of that, I mean, why not take the job so you can so she 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 can have an active role in in making sure that the things that are important are getting said that they are having, uh, as you said as you said Steve, uh, high quality uh, high moral fiber people who are who are qualified and getting these positions. Like it was alarming to me that she she basically said on air without ever saying it that basically everybody's job is up for is up for grabs it, which would include guys like Chris Cooley uh, who have been who have been involved with the radio broadcast uh, Clint Portis who who's been involved with the radio uh, broadcast like all of these people's jobs are up for grabs like there, there's gonna be no uh, no former player gets a job just because he's a former player here which which uh, which I think is good because some of the people they have hired have not been particularly great at, at the stuff that they've been getting, but I think it's about time, honestly. Yeah. 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 And, and so I, I think like this, this moves definitely speaks to that. They're 100% taking this serious. This isn't, this isn't a, just a hire to shut people up and, and say, Oh yeah, we're, we're definitely doing the right thing. It, it's, it's, it, it, they're doing something that's not someone who's just been around the organization who they know they can sneak their narratives to who will disperse it. Like she, she doesn't come off like that kind of person. And, and I don't expect that kind of stuff from her uh, in terms of the, uh, the media, the media department and the people she's going to hire. And I think that that's great. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, um, oh, there's there's one other thing because they did. She's not the only hire that they uh, that they made. Too, they they did hire um, a woman who's joining the football operations department. Also, I'm oh, trying yeah. to okay. trying to find her name because um, I, I, I definitely saw it earlier, uh, sometime earlier today. Her name is uh, I'm, uh, I hope I don't butcher this. Is that Dan, Dana Himowitz? Not, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm saying if I'm pronouncing pronouncing her last name right. Um, but yeah, she she it, it, she announced yesterday that she's joining the football operations team. So now that I mean that that just also I think kind of speaks to uh, the impact of Rivera because now with Rivera here there have now been three women hired to prominent positions within the organization. We had Jennifer King who's going to be I think uh, on the the one of the running back coaches if not the running back coach. Uh, Julie Donaldson and now Diana here, who's going to be in the football operations department. Yeah, it, it's. I still think he needs to go. I still think Snyder needs to go. However, if this is the way that the organization is going to get run going forward, maybe this, maybe this will be all right. I mean, like I, I'm not, I'm still not sold on this. I'm still not sold on, on watching them. I'm still like I would say. Uh, a conscientious objector would be the best way to describe it. Like I'm they're They're my team. Cause they're DC, but like, I ain't got time for this nonsense, man. I ain't got time for them. And like, maybe this is at least better. At least like they're not total scum, you know, they're moving in the right direction, but it just, is it enough at this point? You know, but, but I mean, I, I, what, 
what you just said though speaks to exactly why all of this is necessary. Yeah. They don't just they, they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt with any of these moves. Like these are all great moves. But you know what? Uh Brian LaFamina was a great hire too. And get and look how that him. turned out. Yeah, look how yeah. that turned out. Scott McLuhan was a great hire. Look how that turned out. So yeah. like there 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 are a number of reasons to be skeptical and to not give them the benefit of the doubt, even though they on the surface are making all of the right moves that they need to make. So it, wait and see is absolutely cool. They, yeah. they, 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 they deserve to take every lump they're going to take uh, from, from the media and from fans uh, and, and hell just from uh, people who are fans of the sport, who aren't even fans of the team. They deserve every lump they're going to take. Because ultimately they've been they've been they've been doing awful shit for way too long and getting by and there's been no accountability and there's there's been nothing nothing has come of it, so yeah. they don't need to get credit for doing the right thing. They 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 need to prove that they can do the right thing and do it consistently and stick to it and make that a standard going forward. And then after a while, once they've once they've shown that this is this is how they're this is how they're being run, then okay, yeah, you can say, you know what, we can we can give them some credit for for, you know, for actually turning it around. But I mean, as of right now, despite the excitement that I know that many people have because of these hires, because of the draft, because of all the 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 stuff they've seemingly been doing, they don't need the benefit of the doubt right now. Yeah, agreed. So. The other thing that's going on with the sports world that's that's interesting is oh, oh actually, wait, what's up? Actually, one last question while we're talking about the football team because I'm yeah. actually curious uh, more than anything. Uh, Steve, there there have been a number of uh, names. Uh, me and Mike have talked about this uh, with. And I don't know. I don't know if, we, if if I've heard from you on it. But do you, uh, from an outsider perspective, do you have a name that you're particularly fond of? As far as what the football team could be potentially named, you know we have Warriors, Red Wolves, uh, Red Hawks has been has been up there. Uh, there's a bunch of different stuff out there. Do you have a, a favorite as an outsider? Has um ha- have have anyone uh, from the it was the Tuskegee Airmen correct? Have they commented at all on on the Red Tails name? Like are they like thumbs up thumbs down on that concept? I, um, I think a family member of one of one of them said that they'd be honored, but let, I need to double check that. Yeah, just I, I, and I'm not sure that's necessarily my favorite anyway. I was just interested to hear if, if that was kind of still in the running or not. Um, but I kind of like um, something that ties into the rest of the the theming of the Washington sports franchise. I think I talked about it a couple podcasts ago where I love that our city's colors, which is like the color on our city's flag and everything like the black and gold is a thread that's throughout it. And then you guys have, you know, nationals, capitals, uh, you know, having something that ties in in that theme. And I, I understand that's kind of why I guess Sentinels was brought up. Is that yeah, kind of like really, eh, <laughs> Like if any, like <laughs> I, I jokingly like whenever I'm playing a game, like I have like this baseball game on my phone, and I name my team. It's always like, and I've done this anytime I play a game, um, whether it's football or whether it's baseball or whatever. My team is always the Washington Monuments because there's so many monuments here. So I was like, well, that'd be kind of a cool name, right? And like somebody actually took the Montreal Expos logo 
and like rebranded it to make it look like Washington Monuments instead of, you know, Washington Nationals. And I was like, that's not actually a bad looking logo. So I personally think that would be cool if you were going to try to tie it in with the name thing. But like, yeah. I mean, look at like, there's really not a lot of other teams. I mean, Pirates and Steelers, what do Pirates and Steelers have to do with each other? You know, like, well, I, I didn't necessarily mean like the yeah. name has to, but like the, there's a common thread between the teams in a city. And so ours is our colors. Yeah. Um, whereas you guys, like you have, you know, the, the wizards that doesn't really have anything to do with it. And, um, you know, they, so I, I understand, but at least the colors are there. And then, yeah. you know, if they're not, they've already said they're not changing the colors, it's going to be maroon and, and gold. Correct. So, I mean, if you can't tie it through, which I love the idea of all of the Washington teams having red, white, and blue. I mean, that just yeah. would hit home for me, but if they're not going to change the colors, then maybe tie it into the rest of the city and like plug into something like you, you, you know, you, you've backed so hard this, well, this is the heritage of our team. This is the name it's been for forever. We've been around for a bazillion years. So why would we change? And if you want to have history, if, if you a legacy plug into the legacy that's all around you it's our state's freaking cat or our country's freaking capital man like yeah. there's plenty of history and heritage for you to tie into i would think that would be a natural plug to it but that being said i mean i like all of the options that have been presented so far to, to varying degrees i think it's kind of cool um and i think it's kind of cool that they're in some way using red but just kind of taking it and making it different you know what i mean like so like red wolves is kind of cool um and, and some of the designs that you did mike kind of like I, i'm like i could see any of these working the way you you did them up <laughs> well i appreciate that thank you yeah in my in my boredness of being stuck in <laughs> quarantine i've just come up with a million logos for for, for, <laughs> for a fictional football team um oh yeah welcome to the show james rambo hello yeah. um i i don't care to be perfectly honest, what they name it at this point. Um, it, Red Tails would be cool because at least, like, you go from from disparaging Native American Native American imagery to, like, honoring the Tuskegee Airmen. And, like, the Tuskegee Airmen actually responded, and here's what they said. Uh, if the Washington, D.C. NFL franchise chooses to rename themselves as the Washington Red Tails, it would honor the Tuskegee Airmen legacy and be symbolic for all of America. Boom. Right there. Like, yeah. do it. Like, across the board. The the yeah. the only thing though, and Bomani Jones um, uh, made this point, I think like a week or two ago, uh, when when, when uh, that name was was uh, dominating the he headlines, which is like one. Well, for one, uh, why like um, oh crap, I, lo I lost my point that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate that? I do. The yeah. worst. <sighs> yeah. Um. Oh oh, I remember. I remember yeah. now. Which is uh well okay well Bamani didn't make this point but I I did see this that if if they're going to do something with red with red tails then they absolutely have to have something in terms of their service off the field that coincides with this rebrand because otherwise all they're doing is appropriating the name and, I see and what you're that's saying. it yeah yeah okay. and, they, and they're doing and they're doing nothing else about it. Like they 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 haven't done and, and this speak goes back to uh, what I was saying a few minutes ago, which is they haven't done anything to kind of earn the benefit of the doubt with, when it comes to certain things. So because of that, um, especially after news came out that that uh, that Snyder's um, 
organization that was supposed to give money to, to Native Americans hadn't donated anything in five years. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> that, that if you're going to appropriate the name Red Tails, then you need to there, – there needs to be something else that comes along with it that, that either helps out uh, the, the Tuskegee Airmen or honors them or maybe there's some sort of fund or something put together in there. I like there needs to be some sort of service off the field that coincides with it. So, so they're just not appropriating the name of the show uh, to just to show like, hey, you know, hey, we can pick a name that's not racist. So, Steve, I'm adding I'm adding the image to the uh, chat right now, and M- uh, MC's already seen it. Um, but Rambo, you can see it as well. This is my newest pitch um, because <laughs> you want to win back all of the soccer moms. <clears throat> And, like, all the ones who were like, oh, they're so offensive, like, name them the Washington Red Wine. And you get two classy glasses of red wine clinking together. Like, you know, let, let's 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 try something different here, okay? Instead of, like, a masculine, let's kick your ass. Let's – something everyone can uh, enjoy and relax. And, just imagine. Uh, yeah. You could, you could add in, like, a purple, red, and gold together. I mean, it's probably – It'd be too close to the Ravens, but if you were to get like like wine, like incorporate wine colors, like oh, there you like, go. Have, like great like grape colored uniforms, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> get the grape lady to show up at the stadium. <laughs> I, I love the idea of a Nat style president uh, caricature costume <laughs> mascot, but it's a sommelier just running around like <laughs> emptying bottles of red wine on his head. See, I immediately imagine the t-shirt cannon, but it's full of full bottles of wine that they are just flashing glass bottles at ridiculous speeds into the crowd. Just straight up murdering everybody. Either way, someone will end up blacked out. That's all I'm saying. One way or the other. And if we know they this catch, team, if we know this team, which we do, you know, they would be like, oh, we didn't hurt them. We're honoring them with wine. So it's fine. <laughs> Now that we have all four of our team together, guys, let's jump into the fun little game that we're going to play tonight. In fact, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up. Uh, it's always fun talking sports with all the GGR guys here. Um, I stole it from uh, James Rambo because he shared it on his Facebook page. It's on the GGR group page right now. And it's it really fits with our message. And it was the reason why I, I blatantly stole it from him and put it on our page. But it's it's a picture of... Uh, it's like different quadrants, right? And it's got Doctor Who. It's got um, a woman dressed up as Boba Fett. It's got uh, a girl reading. It's got an Atari 2600. It's got a Michael Jordan jersey. And then it's got comic books. And each one of the quadrants says, we are all geeks about something. That's what this website's all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So we did a little bit of the sports. Now we're going to get into um, how not to be a juice bag. Because what's our catchphrase here, guys? It's, it's don't be a juice bag. So we're going to tell you. We're actually going to create a quiz to find out, are you a juice bag or are you not a juice bag in the next episode? So make sure you tune into that one as well. But for all the people that were on the podcast, that's Steve Monick, that's MC Brooks, that's James Rambo, that's myself, Mike Lunsford. Thank you guys all for listening. Stay tuned. we got more coming up. And remember, don't be a juice bag. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy!